0: What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Depressed Fans Sports Podcast. This one, we're going to be going over free agency, almost all of the moves. We got a lot to talk about. So, Kai, let's start us off in free agency. First things first,
1: oh, my God, what a week. I have been glued to Twitter, checking everything out. Let's start with the, the biggest signing so far in the annual uh, average annual salary. We got the Niners left tackle Trent Williams resigning signing 23 million a year for 6 years it is going to be um 55 million guaranteed he becomes the highest paid tackle in
0: the game what do you think about that one it's crazy money but left tackle is such an important position in general but especially for the Niners the tackles are their foundation cuz they're a run first team and the o-line is essential for for the Niners offense to start clicking It's a lot of money. I'm not going to lie. He's going to be on contract until he's like 39 years old, but the guarantee is only 55 mil so they can probably cut him after after three years. So if let's just say he gets injured and doesn't work out fine. I mean, it's not the biggest loss in the world, but I like it. He's one of the better tackles in the NFL. They pretty much had to keep him too after they, they traded for him last year. So I like the move from the Niners.
1: Yeah, same. I, I don't think they intend to uh, stick with him until he's 39 years old, but they don't need to. They'll be able to cut him uh, in about three years um, without losing any cap space. We're going to add this clip because it is very, very breaking news. It's the Giants and Kenny Galladay agreeing, agreeing to a four-year deal with um, $72 million, but it could go up to $76 million if million uh, with the incentives, $40 million guaranteed um wow is all i have to say they're playing him they're paying him about 18 million a year i love the fit with the giants they need that x-factor receiver he's not a separator which i'm kind of concerned about because i feel like they need that they need that deep threat separator um giants fans are going to be super happy about this because they need him but man i don't like it in this market i mean next year the free agency market is going to be a lot more expensive and they could have paid him a lot less this year because it is um such a cheap market for for especially receivers
0: yeah man what do you think about this signing i agree with you but at the same time i also really like it just because kenny Galladay. he's he could arguably be called the best 50 50 receiver in the nfl because he comes down with so many uh balls i mean this guy has strong hands he's not afraid to get hit too stafford will throw or he used to throw to him and he'd catch the ball even if he gets hit afterwards he's a great player the injuries are a little bit concerning and you're right it's it's a lot of money in this market i think you're right they could have gotten him for less uh 18 mil a year is it's a lot of money so if he doesn't live up to this contract it's gonna be really bad but he's gonna help out Daniel Jones. Got to help out the young quarterback. The offense was horrible. It was like 31st, and their offense gets a lot better. So from that perspective, I like it. It's a lot of money, though. I'll say that. If it doesn't work out, it's going to be pretty bad. 40 mil guaranteed, so you're kind of bound him for three years. And that's pretty much the entire duration of the contract because it's four years.
1: Yeah, man, it's really odd how, how long it took him to decide. He's been in New York for like two days now he had to decide between the Bengals one-year deal bears one-year deal. And I think the Ravens were showing some interest. I don't know what they offered, but, uh, yeah, I don't know if this is for him personally for Galladay. Do you want to have Joe Burrow or Daniel Jones throwing balls to you? I don't know what he was thinking. (sighs) Um, but at the same time, it's a Bengals fan kind of glad he went to, um, to New York. He wouldn't have been the best fit for us. Um, Man, this is this is the biggest one, and it kind of closes out the the big portion of free agency. Now we're in a ton of t- small signings. Um, he was the last like tier one guy that got signed, but yeah, big big deal. Everyone's gonna be talking about this one. Very interesting. Let's move on. Another re-signing. This is the second highest um, free agency signing um, in annual average average annual salary. Sorry. It's Jack Barrett re-signing with the Tampa Bay Bucks for four years, sixty-eight million. That's seventeen mil a year. I personally like this one a lot. I think he is one of the better edged defenders in the league. He's probably top three. Um, but yeah, I would say they they had to re-sign him if they want to make another Super Bowl push,
0: and they did it. Honestly, it's a bargain for how well he plays. Yeah, you're right. Absolute steal, Bear. He's really good off the edge, uh, getting after the quarterback. He's not that bad in the run game too. I like it. The D line is the foundation of the Bucks team, and I mean a steal. It's only seventeen million annually. He could have easily gotten twenty mil, maybe even a little bit more if uh, he decided to test the market. But he takes the he takes the discount because he wants to win more Super Bowls. So, yeah, one
1: hundred percent. And now we have our first kind of surprising one. Um, this one I don't like. It's Bud Dupree. Um, he was edge on the Steelers, but he's siding with the Tennessee Titans now. Five years, 82500000 for $16.5 a year, and it is $35 million guaranteed. guaranteed. Huh. I don't like it. I want to hear what you got to say before I say anything.
0: Honestly, I'm not the biggest fan of it either, just because, I mean, if you look at the annual salary, it's like, whoa. Because Bud Dupree, he's a good pass rusher, but he's not elite, and he, in my eyes, he's not worth that money. But the thing that kind of saves it is, it's only $35 million guaranteed, so, I mean, at worst case scenario, you cut him after three years. Uh, but you're finally giving um, Harold Landry a complimentary piece on the other side of him and pass rush has been the biggest issue for the titans it was it's honestly probably the biggest reason why they didn't beat the ravens because they couldn't get after lamar jackson and he was running all over them so they got to get after the passer and from that perspective it's it's fine and i can't hate on it too much but um personally i don't really like it but the guarantees kind of saves it, in my opinion
1: yeah i just you know i think there were better edge rushers on the market that went for cheaper when you look at Drew Hendrickson, Carl Lawson, Matt Judon, who would also definitely fit that scheme. Um, Yannick Ngakwe, he's not better than uh, Bud Dupree, but he was cheaper he has more upside. Bud Dupree, remember, he wasn't getting the most pressures because he was getting a lot of his stat padding from, you know, TJ Watt or Cam Hayward just getting to the quarterback first and then them kind of squiggling out and then Bud Dupree would jump on them. So I think his stats are very inflated because of uh, the defensive line that he was playing around. And come on, the third highest contract. If you told me the third highest contract in the whole free agency was going to Bud Dupree, I would have thought you were crazy. There's so much other better players. Not, Bud Dupree still a good player. Just I don't know, maybe cut this deal down two, two and a half, three million, and it would have been a lot better. Let's move on. Probably the most coveted free agent – my opinion about how many teams wanted and needed him this is Joe Tooney guard from New England New England let him go because they you know they got more offensive linemen through trades um, like Trent Brown but um, this made Joe Tooney very coveted because you know people thought he was going to get the second franchise tag so it is five years 80 million 16 million a year Wow, I know Bengals wanted him, my team, and then the Jets, Etienne's team. We both really, really wanted him, but I don't think either of us was going to pay this much for him. What do you think? Is this an overpay?
0: When I saw the tweet, I was pissed off. I mean, I really wanted this guy. He's—I'm pretty sure he's never missed a game in the NFL. He's one—he's one of the best guards in the league. Um, I—I I think he is worth the money especially given that he's never missed a game in the chiefs o-line they were riddled with injuries you want a guy who isn't missing games and joe tooney is that guy i think he deserves the money at this point yeah uh, it, it, it's definitely a really good signing from the chiefs perspective you got to protect mahomes you got to improve in the run game and adding him does both of those things it's a lot of guarantees but i don't see him just somehow regressing to hell and being a terrible player so i i, I really do like the signing what about you yeah, I'm there um
1: it's a lot of money that they have to pay elsewhere on the offensive line. They're missing one tackle spot. I think they can fill the other tackle spot with uh, Lucas Niang, who they drafted pretty early in last year's draft. But, yeah, they need they need pretty much all of the offensive line spots. They also cut uh, Austin Reeder, their center. Um, he's still on the open market. So, yeah, very interesting from them. They need that offensive line help more than anything right now. They're going to attack it in the draft. They got their guy in free agency. Let's move on, though. Trey Hendrickson, uh, New Orleans Saints, Edge shining with the Cincinnati Bengals. Four years, 60 million, and it is you know, Spotrack says it's 16 million guaranteed, but I believe it's more than that. What do you think about this deal?
0: It's fine. It, if I was the Bengals, I would have opted to keep Carl Lawson. I know you definitely wanted to keep him, but Hendrickson, he's not bad, but he's definitely not as good as Lawson. If the guarantees are 16 mil, then it, then it's actually a better deal because if it doesn't work out, you basically get rid of him after year one and you're not going to lose that much money. But the upside is if this guy keeps on improving and improving, I mean, he'll be worth the money. He doesn't play without gloves, so he's a type of, I mean, he, he's a different type of animal on the field. I think he's, in my eyes, he's better in, against the run than Lawson. I know some people may disagree, but pass rushing, he's good. Sometimes he gets coverage sacks, but other times he wins. So, what do you think? Because you're 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 the Bengals fan, so.
1: Yeah, the Bengals they don't like giving out big guaranteed money, so that's obviously why they chose. Um, they really attacked Hendrickson in free agency. Um, I think it's a bit of an overpay, and I wish they had brought both of them back. I think. Hendrickson is going to need a complimentary uh, edge rusher if he wants to be have that same volume of um, production as he did last year with the Saints. But you know he still has some things he can work on. He's only 27 years old. It's a lot of upside. Um, he needs to work on like his finesse moves because sometimes he can just bull rush and that's how he gets his sacks. But yeah, it's it's a mediocre signing. I love the guy. I love Trey Hendrickson. He's a great player gritty plays hard just i don't know if he's like worth all that money um it's not the highest risk deal though and if it works out it's a big it's a big w for them but let's talk about an even bigger w than your jets signing carl lawson i love this guy and i'm there so glad we my bangles but you know what let's uh to- oh it's, it's uh three years 45 million 15 million a year by the way
0: I'm um, just, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah no I I I'm I'm so freaking pumped to have this guy in the building. He he in my eyes he was the most underrated free agent in this entire class. Sacks aren't everything. Look at the film. Look at the pressures. Lawson checks off both of those boxes. He's he's an elite pass rusher already. I mean we have been missing a true edge rusher in so long. It's gonna be amazing to give Quinnen Williams some help because he was getting double teamed now. He's probably not going to be with Lawson on the edge now, too. And, I mean, it, it's a great scheme fit. He needs to improve in the run game, but he's still very young. He's only 26 years old. And, you know, I I kind of wanted to have another year on his contract just because I, I think he's that good of a player. But, you know, three years is still fine. Uh, A lot of guaranteed money in $30 million, but I think it's going to work out. The defense is going to be so much better. What a steal. $15 million in my eyes, for Carl Lawson. Finesse by Joe Douglas.
1: Yeah, man, another thing with that 30 mil guaranteed, it's not like you'll be cutting him, even if he has like a poor season. He's still young and you can still hope for him to get back, um, get back where he was this season if he does bad the first year. Since the Jets aren't really gonna be like in need of cap at the end of uh this coming season. He has a lot of potential. Him versus Makai Becton in practices. Oh, I was oh, watching practices every day. They're gonna they're gonna make each other better for sure. Really pissed that the Bengals weren't able to keep him. Um, it would have helped us so much. Would have, it would have took, took our free agency from like a B plus to an A minus if we did that. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Most coveted edge rusher in the free industry, in my opinion. 15 million year. Worth it. This is an A plus D all the way. I don't see anything wrong with it. Let's move on to another edge rusher. There was a ton of them. A ton of edge rushers that got signed very early in free agency. This is Matt Judon. The Baltimore edge, he's kind of like an outside linebacker, defensive end, got signed to New England, who you'll you'll hear about New England a lot today. Four years, 54.5 million, 13.6 mil a year, and 32 million guaranteed. Um, I personally think this deal is good. They got him for cheaper than Hendrickson, um, Dupree, and Lawson. It was pretty good. The guaranteed is kind of a lot for someone of his age. But at the same time, I don't see anyone in that Patriots defense like having any lack of production. That just doesn't happen that often with Bill Belichick. He's a hard worker. Definitely, definitely, definitely fits their scheme and and their culture. I don't really see anything wrong with this deal.
0: Yeah, do you? Me neither. I I honestly like it. I I I have no idea why, but I just feel like Judon is just a Bill Belichick type of guy. He plays hard on every down. And I think he's gonna he's gonna really get after the pass or he's gonna get after the quarterback because uh, complimentary of him they have or or, or they just brought back Kyle Van Noy so Kyle Van Noy's productive he can get after the quarterback Chase Winovich he's gonna be getting after the quarterback too I think he really improves the New England defense he's not the best in coverage but he's a good linebacker it's a lot of guarantees but I trust Bill Belichick on this one all the way, uh percent so the next free agent William Jackson former Bengal going to Washington. What do you think all right so it's three years
1: 40.5 million 13.5 million uh per year and then 26 million guaranteed um at first I wasn't really sure what to think of this I didn't I knew that we weren't gonna like resign him and I'm not extremely pissed about it as I am with that um Carl Lawson failing to resign but I don't know William Jackson a lot of upside he's getting to the older side um, he's kind of old for a free agent he's 20 he's going to be 29 when the season starts you know this is a really boomer bust deal he is a he's a cornerback number 1 but is he in your elite cornerback number ones no way i don't really think he's top 10 maybe maybe top 15 he has to work on like covering fast receivers that are very agile and can hit you with a double move like i remember Odell Beckham in week two versus the Browns made him look like a a complete fool, but then he'll have other games where he does really good. Um, Definitely. I think he's going to play better than he did um, with Luana Rumas, his defensive coordinator, than uh, than he will with Ron Rivera. I think Ron Rivera is going to make him a lot better, but yeah, I don't know. This one's like a B if I had to give it a grade, maybe a B minus. What about you?
0: Yeah. I mean, you're right it's either boom or bust but i lean more towards the side that it's going to work out just because you're right they do have ron rivera in washington and jack del rio and both of them know how to run competent defenses and their pass rush is so good unlike unlike in cincinnati he's gonna or the the burden's gonna be less on him just because they can get after the quarterback more so he doesn't have to cover as long so i like the signing it's fair but i think what really makes this good in my opinion is it's only three years so it's going to end when he's 32 years old, and that's probably when he's going to start to like really regress and start becoming, I don't know, maybe like a Malcolm Butler, kind of what he is now. The guarantees are, are definitely a little bit high, but uh Ronald Darby left, so they had to replace him, and he's their cornerback one now. Even though if he's not one of the elite corners in the NFL, he's still good. 100%,
1: man. But yeah, let's move on. Shaq um, Griffin, um, remember he's the brother of – uh, Shaquin but the guy who has um one hand, pretty cool. They're separating, which is a surprise to me because they, they always played on the same team, but yeah, it's, it's a three year deal, 40 million, 13.3 million a year. It's pretty much identical deal to the William Jackson deal, except this one, I think Shaq has a lot more upside. He's younger, and you know, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, they drafted C.J. Henderson very, very early. So C.J. Henderson could be their uh, quarterback number one. I, he showed a lot of potential in his rookie year, but he dealt with some injuries. Shaq Griffin is a guy who, you know, it allows C.J. Henderson not to be on their number one receiver for every single down. And it allows them to share that. And I think it could really, really work on defense for them. And I think, you know, it's a position of need. They won't have to attack it early in the draft now. This is one of my favorite signings for me. Um, he's one of uh, Urban Meyer's first signings. I don't know, man. I don't see
0: anything wrong with this deal, do you? Me neither. I think their secondary is much better. Two, two pretty good corners. CJ Henderson, you're right. He, I, In my opinion, he, was, he, he played really well last season, and now Shaquille Griffin's going to be covering the number two or number one receiver. It depends what they want to do in Jacksonville. Guarantees are high, but he is 26. He's a lot more room to grow still. And he's entering the prime of his career. I, I I think it's a fair deal, honestly. Yeah, I totally I'm
1: totally with you there. Let's move on. Another edge. There has been like, I don't know, this is our maybe our sixth, fifth edge so far. <laughs> yeah. Agency class. Raiders signed um and Gawkway, who has bounced around the league a lot in the last year. This is gonna be his fourth team and just under. What, 15 months? I mean, it was the Jags, the Vikings, and then the Ravens, the Ravens and now the Raiders, Las Vegas Raiders. Two years, $26 million, and he's going to get all of that because it's all guaranteed to him. Uh, he's only 26 years old. Look, this one is very confusing. I think the Raiders have had a terrible free agency. This deal itself isn't that bad, but it disallowed them from putting their money into other places, and it made them – trade and cut some guys that I think they should not have trade and cut um so that that puts me in a weird spot where I don't know where to grade this um the deal itself is good but for the Raiders I don't think they could afford it and I don't I don't even know what they're doing right now they needed that edge but man I, they're they're in a weird spot as a team right now what do you think
0: Their free agency has been probably the most confusing in a long time. We have no idea where they're trying to go. They've made some weird-ass moves, but honestly, I love this signing. When I saw the tweet that they were only paying him 13 mil a year, I went, wow. What a steal. Because two years ago, or even a year and a half ago, before he got traded to Minnesota, people were considering him as once he hits the open market, he's going to be getting paid 20 mil a year because he showed so much promise, and he was delivering in the pressure department uh, in his early years in Jacksonville. All of his money is guaranteed on this contract. So they're really banking on him doing well. I think he will. And I think he's going to be a nice compliment to Max Crosby and hopefully, th- and Cleveland Farrell too. I think this this Vegas defense, their secondary is worse, but they're kind of balancing it out because getting after the quarterback has been a struggle. And they're pairing Yannick Agakoy up with Gus Bradley. And Gus Bradley was his head coach and def- defensive coordinator in Jacksonville in his, like, first two seasons. And that's when he was showing the most production and results. So, honestly, I really like the signing. Yeah. I mean, I like the
1: signing itself, but as I said, you know, they could have put this money into other spots, um, especially since Yannick Ngakwe had little to no production last season, and he was really, really struggling, both in the Ravens and the uh, Viking systems there. Um, it's weird. It's questionable. The Raiders are a little bit dysfunctional, as always. Let's move on, though. Um, All-pro center Corey Lindsley, definitely, I don't know if you can say he's the best center in the league, but he was the best center in the league for last season alone. Um, five years, $62.5 million, $12.5 million guaranteed, uh, sorry, $12.5 million per year, and then $26 million guaranteed. Personally, I think this deal is great. They need inside uh, offensive line, you know, I'd say protect your rookie, or not your rookie quarterback, but your really young quarterback. And Justin Herbert, he was the rookie of the year. You want to build around him. This really uh, sent a message since it was really early in free agency that they are here for their quarterback. The Chargers haven't been the most functional organization in the past, but they look like they're putting things together right now. Um, I love this signing. It's not that much. You can cut him after three years when he's he'll only be 32 or 33, which is relatively young for an a center like look at Alex Mack he just got signed by the Niners at um, the age of 35 so I think this is a this is a great signing I don't see anything wrong with it and I hope you
0: don't Etienne take it away you pretty much said it all this is an A plus signing all around the guarantees are low I don't think it's going to be a horrible sign I don't think he's going to regress but you're right protect the young quarterback and you have to do that because if the O-line is shaky he might develop some bad habits and then uh, his career will not go as planned, and he could have been better. And adding Lindsley also, uh, kind of opens up the run game a little bit more because the Chargers they they weren't the best at running the ball. They were good at like getting the ball into the receivers' hands on passing downs, but running the ball it was it was inconsistent for them. I think Lindsley will provide more consistency, and he's also a seasoned veteran on the O line. And I think the Chargers are going to address O line in the draft, so he can kind of mentor and be the and, and really be the leader on the offensive line uh, for the Chargers. So, you know, a plus signing, I freaking love it.
1: You know, before we move on to the, uh, the two big tight end signings, I just want to say one more thing about Lindsley. You know, this is a guy who's in the Aaron Rodgers, like green Bay Packers system for a while. And I think Justin Herbert could become a very Aaron Rodgers like player with, he has good athleticism, oh. great arm. I could see him really, really, really do great. And, uh, play action system like Aaron Rodgers um this is great and then Corey Davis can mentor the line he can mentor um Justin Herbert a lot he's a very smart guy so yeah this is just another one that's just completely great a lot of teams wanted him but um he definitely wanted to go to LA and be with a good team and a young quarterback that's really promising let's move on to I think this was the The first big signing of free agency that I remember um, on Monday, Jonu Smith, the Tennessee's um, Titans tight end, who I love going to New England, four years, 50 million, 12.5 million a year, big, big um, guaranteed money. It's 31 million guaranteed. You know what? You take it away first because they're in your division, Etienne. What do you think?
0: Absolutely agree contract and a great player. He's only 26. He's entering the prime of his career. New England, they've shown in the past they can work with tight ends. It hasn't worked or didn't work last year, but Johnny Smith, we've seen what he can do. They're not going to fuck it up. And uh, we'll talk about it after this one, but they added another tight end. The Patriots team is going to be their their passing is going to be or their passing game is going to be running through their tight ends. And I I haven't really done too much film study on like Johnny Smith and the other tight end, but I'm pretty sure both of these guys I'm pretty sure they're solid in run blocking, which I, in my eyes, I also see the Patriots wanting to run the football, which sets up the play action, uh, going to tight end sets, and for that reason, I really like it. I think their offense can take major strides. Josh McDaniels, he knows how to work with tight ends. I'm pretty sure we've all seen the stat on like Twitter or something where in, in 2012 with uh, Rob Gronkowski and Aaron Hernandez, they had the number one offense in the NFL. So I I, I really do like the signing. It's scary as a Jets fan.
1: One hundred percent, man. Um, I like that signing, the um, John New Smith one, but I really don't like this other signing that the Patriots made. They signed Hunter Henry for thirty-seven million dollars, thirty-seven half million dollars for four, or sorry, three years, twelve point five million a year. So it's the same um, uh, average annual salary for um, Smith as it is for Henry, but then it's twenty-five million guaranteed. Here's the thing. I don't like this one because I think if they got their big their one big tight end, Johnny Smith. I I think he's better and he has more potential than Hunter Henry. Um, and they panned them the same money. And then I also think if they wanted to do like that two tight end attack, you know, they should have signed Johnny Smith and then got the second one through the draft in like the second or third round, where there will be some good tight end value. I mean, look at Brevin Jordan and Pat Friermuth there in the second round. So this one was a bit questionable. I didn't like it. He is more of like a possession style tight end. Who he's a better blocker than John U. Smith. John U. Smith is more of the explosive tight end, better uh better at the catch point and better after the catch, which I think the whole position of tight end in the NFL is moving towards right now. Um, you know it's not a completely terrible signing just because I think he will get great production in the Patriots system. Um. But yeah, I just don't love it, love it. Uh, what about you?
0: I, I think it's a solid signing. I, I can definitely understand why you and other people don't necessarily like it. Because yeah, you could have addressed it in the draft. But they tried addressing tight end in the draft the past two years and they couldn't really find it. So they're opting to go with the already established guy and Hunter Henry. When he's on the field, he's pretty damn good. And I think as as long as New England is confident enough that they can execute the two tight end system pretty well and efficiently, and if they start winning games, I think this signing will uh, be worth it, honestly. It is a lot of guarantees, I'm not going to lie. They are investing heavily into the tight end position, so if they both flop, it will be horrible. But I really doubt that's going to happen, and just because of that, I think it's okay.
1: All right, Aitan, I'll let you take this one away, but it is Corey Davis signing with the Jets. Three years, $37.5 million, $12.5 million a year, $27 million guaranteed.
0: Take it away. I know you're going to want to speak about this one for quite a bit. I have no idea why I did not think that we should, that we should have signed Corey Davis because Corey Davis, he's pretty much the perfect fit for what we want to do on offense. You look at Tennessee, their O-line – it's okay. Derrick Derek Henry rushed for 2,000 yards. You want to know why? Because their receivers know how to block. Uh, we have Mike LaFleur, the, the little brother of uh, of uh, Matt LaFleur, and he's going to be implementing a run-first system, kind of like how they did in San Francisco. And that system heavily relies on the wide receivers blocking. Debo Samuel, he does the dirty work in blocking. Corey Davis, he's amazing at blocking. But now, as also as a receiver... He really broke out last year. People are calling him a bust. I I didn't really think so, but we sh- or he showed last year that he can ball out. I, I see him more as a number two receiver in the NFL than a number one. But I, I think he he still has room to grow. He's only 26. He's entering the prime of his, of his career. Excuse me. And the guarantee is it's 27 mil. So, worst comes to worst, cut him after cut him after two years. But I I see him really flourishing in this. He's he's a big body too, so he's going to be uh, running after the catch and gaining yards, and that's what we need. Whether it's Zach Wilson or Sam Darnold or even Deshaun Watson, I don't know, but I I love this signing, especially on the fact that he's really good at run blocking. I think our offense is going to be way better because of him.
1: Yeah, I really really like this And He was, in my opinion, um, the best value for a free agency wide receiver. It was going to. With all the wide receivers that, you know, there's a big free agency class for wide receivers, but I think out of all of them, Corey Davis was the best value. And I really wanted him for the Bengals um, before he went to the Jets. I mean, I'm fine with us not getting a receiver in free agency, but yeah, Jets nailed it on. I think he can be a number one wide receiver. Remember, he was the fourth overall pick, like not a fourth round pick, fourth overall in uh, 2016. So he has a lot of potential, a lot of promise a lot of physical talent the concern is injuries for me but um I think if he can stay on the field if he can stay healthy then he'll be worth the money and he is so far the most expensive wide receiver just because Godwin got tagged um Robinson got tagged and God um Galladay is yet to sign with anyone so yeah I don't really see anything wrong with this one and it was a huge surprise for me because I didn't really see the Judas going after receiver I thought they could have uh taken one in the draft but this frees up the draft for a lot of other a lot of their other needs. Um yeah, I like the signing. It's great. Another one of those A signings. Let's move on. Romeo Aquara, three years, 37 million, 12.3 million a year, and 25 million guaranteed. He re-signed, so it's the lines again. And I like this one. I think he has a lot of potential. He's only 26, but I don't know um, if he if he um, is going to continue to do great with the Lions considering that he is in a situation where he's kind of isolated on a defensive line. He's the only one on their team that gets any pressure. So um, it might not be worth it uh, re-signing him for that much money if he's not going to have a huge impact because I do think for a defensive lineman to have impact, there has to be other defensive linemen that's going to help them. You know what I mean? What do
0: you think about this deal? I didn't think he was going to resign with the Lions just because financially they're in a weird spot. I, he really broke out this past year. He played really well. I, I I don't remember the exact stat, but it was like some next-gen stat, a bit pressure rate or something, and he was number two or whatever. Um, he's he, he really took a big step forward this year, but there is concern. Can he keep it up? And especially with your D-line point, even though they added Michael Brockers, uh, he's not really going to be helping him uh, get after the quarterback that much. So if the Lions maybe get it another complimentary pass rusher or, or attack it through the draft or something, then I think he could. I think the signing could be worth it because he is he is still young, like you said, entering the prime. I'm gonna be saying that a lot, but he's he's he still has room to grow. He can still get better, but the his floor is really low, and he can return to like his first year in the league. So from that perspective, I'd give it a, I'd give it a B just because the the ceiling is high. It could be a it it can be a slam dunk type of signing or it can be really bad and it's 25 mil guaranteed so that's a lot of money
1: 100% man it it's it's a high risk high reward signing in my opinion but so are a lot of these other ones let's move on we have this is this is one of the, like the weirder signings in not in a bad way but in like a surprising way um Curtis Samuel who's highly coveted only 25 years old um signed with Washington for three years, $34.5 million, $11.5 million uh, average salary. There is no, like, details yet on the guaranteed money, but this is what we have so far. I don't know what to think about it because I'm like, are you really going to pay a wide receiver three? He was wide receiver three with the Panthers. Are you going to pay a wide receiver three over $10 million? Uh, they did. They took a risk. I really like how they're reuniting him with um, – Terry McLaurin, who they play with in college. And they also signed Ryan Fitzpatrick to be their bridge quarterback this year, which is just going to make their offense so exciting to watch. Um, You know, this team is, this team is fun. I, when they get like a mascot and a name, it'll be even more fun. But uh yeah, this is a risk, a really, really high risk signing, but Curtis Samuel can do so much. He's a deep threat. He can you know, do your screens. He can he can be a running back if you really want him to. But yeah, this is a this is a highly talked about signing, and I'm surprised he he went to the um the Washington football.
0: Yeah, it's definitely a high risk, but the reward is still so high. Twenty five years old, much room to grow. I think he's I think he was a great signing for Washington though, because Terry McLaurin. We already know what he can do. He's more of a physical 50-50 ball type of receiver. His separation, it's good, not the best. I think Samuel can kind of be that safety blanket for Fitzpatrick, Heineke, or if they draft a quarterback, any one of those guys. He is a gadget type of guy, too, so it it really does open up the offense. They could do some some sweeps, wide receiver, uh, jets or whatever. I mean, you could even put a bit running back, like you said. There are so many options with him. I think this Washington offense gets a lot better with Curtis Samuel being on the team right now. They'll probably look to get another wide receiver maybe in the draft or something, but honestly, I love the sign. If you're only like 11 mil a year, I think it's pretty good. Let's move on, man. This
1: is the one where a lot of people, when it happened, were like, oh my God, what a steal. It's John Johnson the third. So son of John Johnson, who is the son of John Johnson.
0: Okay, Bengal. <laughs>
1: um, three years, 33.75 million. $11.25 million a year, $24 million guaranteed. Um, look, this is a big position to need for them, and they kind of got him on a steal. He's a great safety. Um, I liked it. Don't see anything wrong with it. Um, they pretty much paid him. They're paying him what a franchise tag is this year. And then remember, this whole free agency this year is going to be a little bit cheaper than it will be next year just because the cap is going to go skyrocket after all these new TV deals the NFL has going on. So getting everyone this year is getting them on a bargain. And then this is going to be a huge bargain because I think John Johnson is going to go in, play well this year with the um, Browns. And then let's say they cut him. He'll get 16 million a year next year. Um, I, they're not going to cut him. I'm just, it's a hy- hypothetical situation where he is, they got him on a complete bargain, like four or 5 million cheaper than what he's worth in my opinion. He was a stud hopefully he can work in this system the browns have going on But yeah i mean this is an a++ signing
0: spot on a++ their secondary gets way better now that john johnson is there he's been pretty criminally underrated the past few years in my opinion And now he's getting paid he wanted to go to cleveland too i think he said that in his press conference the reason why he took the cheaper deal is because he thinks that the browns can do damage in the playoffs he thinks that they can win a lot of football games i respect that I, I like the signing. I don't really have much more to add other than their secondary gets better, their team gets better, and that's pretty much it.
1: Let's move on. We just talked about an A++ signing. What about a D-minus minus signing? We got two years, Whoa. $11 million a year, and $16 million guaranteed for Nelson Aguilar Um, to the Patriots. And he's... Oh, my God. I don't like this. I don't like it at all. <laughs>
0: um, you go first, and I'll tell you why I don't like it. All right. Well, you know, I actually kind of think the opposite. The more... Like, when I first saw this, I was like, eh, it's, maybe it's a little bit too much money for him. But the Raiders' offense was actually pretty good last year because of Nelson Aguilar. He really... He he showed... Why, I'm pretty sure he was drafted in the first round with the Eagles. I'm pretty sure he showed why. He, he was thought of as a first-round draft pick. He can do things with the ball in his hands. He is also a deep threat, too. I didn't really see him that way. But last year, he was, he was a deep threat. He's really good hands, too. He can run after the catch. I think it's going to be... I think it's a good fit for Cam Newton because he can kind of throw some more shorter passes. Let Aguilar do the work. It's kind of like what Tom Brady did. The guarantees are high, but he's a seasoned receiver. He's been around the league for quite a bit. He can find some soft spots, and I'll say this. I, I really like Aguilar because, I don't know if you remember, but last year, or the past season, when the Raiders lost to the Dolphins, there was a whole story that broke out of how Aguilar was... He was pissed off when they lost. I think he was, like, screaming in the locker room or something, saying that no one wants to win. He's a competitor. I think Bill Belichick loves that. I think that's why they brought him in the building. He can be a leader. He wants to hold people accountable, too. He wants to win games, and for that reason, I love the signing, unlike you. But go ahead.
1: Look, it's just...
0: (sighs) The third highest
1: paid free agent wide receiver now, not, like, in general in the whole league, but... For this year's third highest paid wide receiver, you know, well Fuller went for cheaper. There's other guys that I thought were great They went for cheap. Look, Ty Hilton still not off the board. Juju went for cheaper. Um, you know, Galladay's still on the board. And I thought Galladay would have been a great fit for them, but uh, eleven million a year for Nelson Aguilar. Sorry, but he doesn't really offer you anything special. He is, as you said, he's a good. He's a competitor. He's com- um, he can be. He could be good um, in the right system, but I just can't shake it out of my head how many drops he had to the Eagles two seasons ago. I mean, this guy is like a a wide receiver two at best, but they're paying a wide receiver one money, and I just don't know how he'll he'll fit the rest of their scheme, you know, their tight end scheme. Um, I don't know if he's the best run blocker either, um, but this is just a big um, uh, guaranteed money too, so it's like... if if he does bad in the first year you would think that oh well they'll cut him no they have to keep him for the full contract pretty much it's 16 million guaranteed but i just don't see them cutting him after year one because they'll they'll lose money either way um but yeah this is this is just really questionable for me but let's talk about an uh, an even more interesting one will fuller one-year deal 10.6 million dollars obviously that's the average, and that's the guaranteed. Whoa. What do you think about this one? Because he was considered to be one of the more coveted uh, wide receiver free agents. And he's going to Miami, who really, really, really needs a weapon.
0: This might have just been me, but what I saw on like Twitter and stuff, a lot of people actually didn't really want Will Fuller. I was on the opposite. I, I think Will Fuller is one of the better free agents available just because of the production he produced last year. And he did take steroids, so, you know, you do have to factor that in. But I think he's eligible to play in either Week 2 or Week 3. The guaranteed money, they're guaranteeing him the entire contract, so it's a little bit sus from that perspective. But this guy, once he has the ball in his hands, he's he's off to the racetracks. This guy is electric fast. He is going to give Tua or Deshaun Watson a deep threat. Uh, it's It really opens up the offense just because, I mean uh jakeem grant he's fast and all but he's not really a good receiver uh, miami didn't have the best talent receiver but now they're they're adding him to devontae parker maybe preston williams can can improve a little bit i think it i think it's a good signing because they can focus on other spots in the draft and their offense gets better uh it, it, it is a little bit of a risk though just because he has been injured in the past but based off last season i really like the signing i think he'll help out to uh, or whoever the quarterback is what about you
1: Hundred percent. I think this is, you know, for most teams, I would have said, you know, Aguilar. I mean, sorry, Will Fuller is not a good fit. It's because it's hard to take a risk on someone who just got suspended for sixty-eight games for um, performance-enhancing drugs, and I have really hate that. If um, if I'm an NFL coach, like it's it's kind of a behavior risk, I guess. I don't know what to say, but you know, he still is young. And they could re-sign him after this one year franchise tagging if he goes off and he has the potential to completely go off. If he can stay healthy and, um, stay off the drugs, I guess he, you know, it's a one year deal. So it is, it is a proven deal, but if it works out, this offense could be popping. Uh, I'm not a, to a fan. I don't think he's going to be that successful in the NFL. That's just my opinion. We'll talk about that in another podcast, but, um, This is really going to help Tua. This is exactly what he needed, someone that he can throw a deep to because he tried to throw a deep a lot last year and his receivers were getting just no separation. And when they did, they weren't holding onto the ball. Um, So yeah, this could really help their defense. And now they're not forced to take a receiver very early. I still think they will end up taking a receiver early, but not with their number three overall pick that they uh, got from the Houston Texans. Yeah, I I would give this one A B, but it has the potential to be an A-plus signing. Let's move on. Our first defensive tackle, Dalvin Tomlinson going to Minnesota for two years, $20 million. It's all guaranteed pretty much, um, and it's $10.5 million a year. Uh, What do you think? I I don't know what to say about this one. I'm not educated on Dalvin Tomlinson as a player, really.
0: In my eyes, this is like – the perfect signing. This might even be like the best fit in all of free agency. The Vikings defense was horrible last season. You want to know why? They could not stop the run. Dalvin Tomlinson, he is an elite run stuffer. He's going to fit that kind of nose tackle role. Uh, he really fits a position of need. He's been in the league for a while. He produced with the Giants. I, I thought they should have kept him. I am super high on Tomlinson. He's not really a pass rusher, but he is a run stuffer. That's his, that's his role and job. And for a Vikings team that was horrible against the run, I think this is perfect. For only 10 mil a year, pretty much, or 10.5 mil average, I think it's great. It's a lot of guaranteed money, but I, I don't see this being a bad signing at all. I think he's worth every penny. He's produced in his career, and for the Vikings, they get what they need.
1: Yeah, man. I don't know about this one, though. It's just like, you know, they already have Michael Pierce who opted out last year. I think um, who is exactly that? He is their run stuffer. I think they could have, just you know, got their complimentary guy and hope that Michael Pierce would be just as good as he was before COVID, before he had to opt out. Um, They could have got that op- uh, complimentary guy to him in the draft in like round three or four. Um, But the good thing is that, I mean, worst case scenario, they have a mediocre um run stuffer for two seasons and then they can just move on so it's not that mediocre well that's the worst case scenario like if he doesn't play that well i think mediocre is his floor you know all right let's move on though ronald darby um a cornerback um from the washington football team they had him on like a one-year prove-it deal but he signed with Denver. This is a hefty contract. It's three years, $10 million a year, so $30 million, and then it's almost $20 million guaranteed. What do you think about this one? Because it's hard to, like – it's a, it's risk. It's a high-risk, high-reward for me.
0: Yeah. No, it, it's high-risk, high-reward. With the Eagles, he would play okay at times, and then other times he'd be burnt toast. But this past year with Washington, he was really good for them at cornerback. He was their cornerback one check pro football focus, check the tape. He played pretty well for them. I think he, based on his performance last season, he deserves this money, but I could see why it is, or I could see why people are hesitant to call this a good signing, just because we've seen in the past, he can get burnt. He can also just mentally kind of check out of the game once thing once he starts getting torched, kind of. But the, the reward is high. I think he's a nice complimentary piece to Bryce Callahan, who really balled out last season for Denver. They released AJ Boy, so they kind of needed someone else to take the cornerback one. I think he does it fine. It's 19 mil guaranteed. Uh cut him, cut him after a year two, I guess, if it doesn't work out, but I mean, yeah, it's it's the floor is really, really low, but the ceiling, it's high because he can still get better, even better than what he played like last season. And Vic Fangio is the defensive coordinator, so if anything, I trust Vic to to, to really just um develop him even further and make him a true number one cornerback
1: yeah I, I also think that they they need to get another quarterback through the draft um, that they can pair him with just because I'm worried about him a little bit how he'll fail in this fair in this division against um, some of the best receivers in the league with Keenan Allen and Tyree Kill. you know there are two different receivers and then also you got to deal with Henry Ruggs in um, in Las Vegas. It's gonna be hard for him, hopefully. He'll be able to, if he struggles at first, kind of catch his footing and not get totally discouraged with himself. Cause that's what happens when you play Tyreek Hill. You cannot um, become discouraged with yourself because he will burn you at least once per game, no matter who, what corner you are. But yeah, you gotta, um, you ought to be very questionable if you're a Broncos fan, what they're trying to do. Cause they weren't that active in free agency, except for this signing. But, you know, they have a lot of pieces on offense and a lot of pieces on defense just they can't get it done late in games and we saw that with a few other teams too but let's move on um quarterback our first quarterback ryan fitzpatrick one year 10 million with the washington
0: football team take it away we love this guy perfect british quarterback it's a one-year deal the thing is they could they could draft a rookie quarterback and if so have him sit behind Fitzpatrick. I doubt Heineke's the future in Washington, but Fitzpatrick, he's going to be the day one starter, no matter what. He can kind, he's basically going to fit the same role like he did in Miami. I I will say this though, people are calling him or P whenever or everyone loves the signing because they think that that he's pretty good. He can he can ball out some games and then other games he's horrible. So he's very inconsistent. But for the role of a bridge quarterback, where he'll probably uh, be named the backup once it's around midseason i think it's a good deal he's a veteran he he provides leadership to the team the players love him too he he's he's going to be great for that for that locker room and culture that's been pretty horrible there uh for the past like decade
1: yeah another thing you got to think about is this is a team they made the uh playoffs last year they have a great defense and their defense is going to continue to be great they just added william jackson and william jackson might you know, become elite lead with that defensive line, giving them so much help the, as a corner. So that defense in general is great everywhere, and they're going to get the ball back really fast. Their offense last season is what was lacking. You know, the run game was bad at some parts, but they do have Gibson, um, who has a lot of potential. And then they have Terry McLaurin. they added Curtis Samuel. This team is on the rise in a weak division. Um, I think I really want to see Fitzpatrick you know, lead them on a playoff run. I want them to at least get a playoff. They should be aiming for a playoff win this year, in my opinion. But yeah, as you said, perfect bridge quarterback. Um, Speaking of bridge quarterbacks, oh, oh my God. God, Andy Dalton signing with the Chicago Bears. He He's <laughs> going to be the starter one year, 10 million. Whoa, whoa, whoa. This is terrible, but I'll t- I'll let you tell them why first, and then
0: I'll dive into it. As a Bengals fan, go ahead. In my opinion, Ryan Pace is wasting a Super Bowl-talented team. The Bears have—their defense is so good. They have so much personnel. They do have playmakers on offense, too. They're trying to get Kenny Galladay. And the best you can do is bring in Andy Dalton. you got to figure out the quarterback position. This team is in win-now mode. Andy Dalton, he's not really mobile at all. Their O-line, it's mediocre at best. They really struggled last year. At least with Mitch Trubisky, he's a little bit mobile. He can kind of create some plays out of nothing, uh, sometimes. Keyword, but I mean, a 10 million guaranteed to Andy Dalton. He played fine with the Cowboys last season, but making him the starter, I really don't know about this. This, in my opinion, this is like a this is a C plus because they couldn't get Russell Wilson. So it's just like you know, what, we'll settle for Andy Dalton. But the best I can see the Bears going now is like nine and seven with Dalton. I mean, uh, wow. Yeah, yeah. What do you what do you have to say about the Red Rifle going to Chicago?
1: Andy Dalton um is one of those quarterbacks where, at least in his prime, he was good when he had a great surrounding cast, especially a good O line. Cannot be good without a good O line, and the Bears have a crappy, terrible, bottom five O line in the league. It was bad last year. It was part of his Nick Foles couldn't do anything because Nick Foles is another one of those quarterbacks that needs an offensive line. I don't see anything that separates Andy Dalton from Nick Foles. Nick Foles has a better deep ball and that's all that separates them. Nick Foles is probably the better quarterback in my opinion. So why would you get someone at the same level as your backup quarterback, pay them 10 million a year and just waste the rest of the talent around you? I mean, what's the point in tagging Allen Robinson, unless you're going to get him a good quarterback to finally throw him the ball. I mean, it's hard. It's really hard to watch. I'm so glad I'm not a Bears fan. Waste of Amy Golden would be great if he's been with like a team like like the 49ers. Because he can actually have a good offensive line, have a run game. He just has to make those uh mid range throws. That's all they need him to do in that West Coast style offense. But he, he's gonna go to a bad team, um a bad team, you know, coaching wise. The bad offensive line, bad play calling, bad general manager, more dysfunction. I don't know what separates them from the 2018 Bengals at all, except for their great defense, which isn't going to take them anywhere if they can't do anything on offense. Um, everyone hated this deal. You didn't even have to be like a Bears fan to hate this deal. But, yeah, let's move on. Um, this is a safety. Rayshawn Jenkins, um, this is a really hefty deal. It's four years, $35 million for a safety um 8.75 million a year and it's 16 million guaranteed what do you think about this one
0: i'm gonna be completely honest i have no i have i've done no film study i've i don't even like i never even heard of this guy until he got signed so I, you know i'm not gonna i'm not really gonna speak on the player he is but it's only 16 mil guaranteed worst comes to worst cut him after a year or two but uh, yeah you 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 talk about this because honestly i have no room to talk because i i i don't know this player He's an above-average
1: safety that I don't think has any potential to be elite. Um, he's still on the younger side, you know. He's solid. He's a good tackler. He's a good run stuffer. They really needed a safety; like it was their biggest need, in my opinion. And they could also draft another one um, to complement um, Rayshon Jenkins. You know, it's just your normal. Son. It's not. It's not a high-risk one either. Um, they they could afford it. They could afford to overpay if they needed to. So, yeah, there's not much to talk about for this one. Um, it's solid. It's a solid deal. But let's move on to your favorite most player. interesting one. No, not the most interesting signing, but one of the most interesting signings. Juju Smith, TikTok boy, Schuster. Um, 20, he's only 25 years old, remember? He's really young. It's a one-year deal, 8000000 million, re-signing with the Steelers. Wow, this is a surprise to everyone. And he took a huge... Um, he didn't take a pay cut, but he... You know, he wouldn't have got as much money from the Steelers as he did other teams. I think he lost out on $5 million if he went to the Ravens. Um, so, you know what? I'll, I don't like the guy at all. I think he's a weirdo, and he's a bad uh, bad team player. But he's really, really, really lawyer, loyal. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't really have anything else to say about this one. What, do you, what about you?
0: Sure, I'll, I'll, I'll have to say a little bit more. Uh, he is loyal. I'll give him that but in my eyes the reason why he stayed in Pittsburgh is a because he knows the salary cap's going up next year and if he balls out this year or does does even better than he did last season he's going to be getting paid a lot more in next year's free agency than he would this year's free agency so he's kind of banking on a better performance but also b I don't think he was ready to go to an I don't think he was ready to go to another team just cuz of uh, his his narrative around him TikTok boy uh, team cancer this is really his opportunity to kind of change that and change other people's minds about him. I don't know if that'll happen just because it's Pittsburgh and it's Diva Central over there. But he he has all the physical tools in the world to be a, an elite receiver. Can he piece it together? I don't really know. Um, I don't see Pittsburgh winning anything. But you know, it's 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 good. It's good for one year, eight million. It's not that bad. You're not breaking the bank, and you're giving your quarterback continuity. So I guess there's that. Yeah, I also
1: think it's weird how the Ravens weren't able to get him. Um, They they haven't really tried to get a wide receiver other than Juju, and they need one so badly. They probably have the worst wide receiving core in the league, in my opinion, and it's not even close. Um, So they needed one really, really bad, and they couldn't get him. I know the the, uh, Ravens fans did want him, so I don't think he would have been hated that much, and he would be their wide receiver one, too. Um, So I doubt his teammates wouldn't have hated it. Hated it how much, and he's a scheme fit as well. But man, he chose to stick with Pittsburgh. I'm glad he stayed in my division because I want I want him to get hit. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on, though. Hassan Reddick, one of the steals of free agency. Um, he's 27 years old. He's an edge rusher. He signed with Carolina. Perfect fit. Perfect, perfect, perfect fit. One year, eight million. Complete bargain. Is all I have to say. Yeah. I mean, this is a guy who I thought would get 11 million minimum, and he's definitely he had better production last year than guys like Yannick Ngakwe, who got uh, 13 million, and he's definitely equal to Romeo Kwara, who got 12.3 million, and he's a scheme fit in Carolina. Man, this one is a W. They might just franchise tag him because he's going to have great production. Him and Brian Burns. Um, coming off the edge is going to make this defense scarier than they were before. Um, They do need help in the secondary. Jeremy Chin is promising. Um, They probably are going to need another linebacker. Um, But this is a team who I think is on the rise. I like them. They have a lot of special talent all all around the team. And this is a great addition for them. Um, Hopefully, they, they need to stick with him for another year after this i bet he was asking for a one-year deal because i am surprised that that was all he got i bet he wanted that one-year deal um and he he wouldn't take anything other than a one-year deal because this is a guy who could have been signed for i would say three years would have been a good uh contract length for him but he wasn't uh what do you have to say about this deal
0: pretty much nailed it uh i'm surprised it's a one-year deal too it's an absolute steal for carolina like I said, worst comes to worst. Franchise tag him. Guarantees 6 mil, but I I, you know, I don't even care about the guarantees. He's going to make their defense a lot better. Good compliment. They're going to get after the quarterback more. He's 27. He's, he can still uh, get better a little bit more. I think he's kind of doing this kind of like what I said with Juju just because he knows that he can get paid a lot more next year or maybe more teams want him to have another good season before they break the bank for him. So from a financial point, I think it's actually kind of smart. Panthers defense getting better by the day. I love what they're doing in Carolina and it's just, this, is, this is just a great move. I'd give it an A.
1: Um Patrick Peterson now, 1 year, 8 million, same as Sean Reddick, but he's a lot older, he's 31 years old. He used to be used to be one of the best cornerbacks in the game, top 2, maybe at one point he was the best, you can definitely argue that. Um he signs with Minnesota who definitely needs a corner. And this can either go two ways. They stick him at that wide receiver one spot and he gets burnt week after week and it's going to be bad for them. Or he's solid, a little bit inconsistent like he was last year, but solid. And mentors, there are two other young corners, Jeff Gladney and I think it's Cameron Dantzler. I know his last name is Dantzler. But yeah, um, it could work out good. It could work out bad. It's not that high risk because it's just one year i think it's a good signing
0: i agree i think it's a good signing pat pete is not elite anymore he's not a lockdown corner but i think he's i think he's a a, a really good cornerback too i think they're a big reason for why he struggled last year is just because he was matched up against wide receiver number ones and he just simply can't cover them as he once did uh i honestly in that one seattle game i don't know if you guys remember but uh, against DK Metcalf he gave up I think two touchdowns to him but it was pretty tight coverage he could still play the game Minnesota's secondary was pretty bad I think I uh, like you said he's going to be a good mentor to the to the young guys like Gladney who I expect to take a big step forward the secondary gets better it's a one-year deal if it works out great if it doesn't then it's it's not like you're you're losing out on money for the next year so I like it
1: that's uh all right, so there's Rob Ronkowski got re-signed for one year, $8 million. I don't want to talk about this yeah, one. Yeah, we all knew that
0: was going to happen.
1: He, yeah, we knew that was going to happen. He wouldn't have signed anywhere else. Let's move on. Defensive tackle, Roy Roberts and Harris, three years, $23.4 million. The other one we don't have to talk about for that long. It's a good scheme fit. Maybe a bit of an overpay, but they can afford it. And it is for 14 million guaranteed. I don't know. Do you have anything to say about this one?
0: Uh, I honestly like the signing. Whenever I turn on Bear Games, I'd I hear his name uh, on TV. He can make some plays. I think he is better at getting after the quarterback than he is stuffing the run. Uh, he's 28, doesn't really have that much room to grow, but for Jacksonville, a team that finished 1-15 in 15 last season, any improvements are improvements. So the team gets better. It's fair. Uh, the guarantees, it's somewhat high, but you know, it's not the worst. I think I, I, you know, yeah, I think it's a good signing. He played pretty well last season.
1: All right, let's talk about another steal we had. Um, Baltimore's oh, yeah. landing guard, Kevin Zeitler, um, three years, $22.5 million, $7.5 million a year. It's hefty guaranteed. So they pretty much have to keep him for all the years. It's a $16 million guaranteed. They at least have to keep him for two years, I guess. But yeah, this one, it's a no brainer. A, a, not A, plus though, but it's an A deal for me. They needed, needed, needed help in the interior because, you know, once they lost Marshall Yonda from retirement, they were really lacking there. Their offensive line was never the same. Zeebler is, I think, a perfect fit for them. Um, And, yeah, it it was one of the earlier ones because he got cut by the Giants. I don't know why, but he got cut by the Giants. So it's going to help Baltimore a lot. I don't know. Is there anything you got to say about him?
0: A minus signing. The reason why it's not an A or an A plus is just because he's a better pass blocker than a run blocker and Baltimore's offense is a run first system that heavily relies on uh on on good offensive line play and like uh, swing blocks and all that, which I don't think he's that great at, but it he gives Lamar Jackson more time to throw the ball, uh which is good. You always gotta give or set up your quarterback in the best position to succeed. I think he does that absolute steal for that contract I think a lot of teams would have been willing to pay a little bit more but he decides to go to Baltimore good move O-line gets better that's pretty much it
1: yeah I'll I'll skip um Devon Godchub because he's pretty much in my opinion just going to be that simple run stuffer that the Patriots always have and always makes their own defense at least decent um it's just two years, uh, fifteen million and nine million guaranteed. So they could uh, could be good, but I want to move on. We don't have that much time. I want to move on to Riley Reef, getting signed by my team Cincinnati Bengals. One year, seven point five million. Um, actually, and you can go first. What do you think about this
0: one? It's a pretty good move. I like it. Riley Reef was the best guy on the Vikings O line. That was pretty bad, but he he played well. They're going to be playing him at right tackle, which I think is better for him since he's not the blindside blocker. Uh, he, he's good in the pass game. He's good in the run game. But uh, he's he's not elite. He's not a top tackle. But he's good. And the Bengals O-line, uh, it was really bad last year. So since they're adding him, they get better. What do you think, though?
1: Yeah, I here's the thing. He's definitely a bridge left tackle for us. I don't see us extending him because he is 33 years old. He's solid. He only allowed one sack last year. Um, but, yeah. Um, I think that he, he's, he will be a good leader for the rest of our young offensive line and he will help, um, Jonah Williams a lot develop. Um, one thing I do want to say is this is not rule out the Bengals drafting Hene Sewell at number five overall, He may not be at five overall, but if he is, I could definitely still see us taking him, um, and maybe moving Jonah Williams to guard or just putting Sewell at guard because he's great at getting to the second level. Um, and then he could develop into a tackle um, in his second year. I think he, um, Sewell, you know, might even be better at guard than he will be at tackle. And the Bengals' offensive line is crap, so they do need to get the interior piece, but this allows them to have more flexibility with their fifth overall pick. Let's move on. Jadobe Abouziye. Um, th- <laughs> deal, twenty-one point seven million and it's seven point two five million a year, and it's only seven point five million guaranteed. So they can cut him after year one, save a ton of money.
0: I love this deal. What about you? I think it's a good signing. I'd give it a B plus in my eyes. Chidobe Awuzie. He's young. He has room to get better. But when I watch the Cowboys, he'll have games where he plays pretty well. It doesn't give up too much. But then he'll have games where he gets kind of torched. But the deal, it's pretty team friendly. Worst comes to worst, cut him after year one. You don't really lose a lot. But if he plays well, you're getting him on a pretty, pretty good deal on contract. Uh, you'd only be paying him seven mil annually, and if he's above average, then it's a really good deal. Uh, it kind of him and him and the other cornerback that we'll talk about later, they kind of cancel out. Uh, them losing William Jackson, so you're kind of letting uh, a you're kind of letting a guy in like an uh, eight or, like, A-minus tier, and then you're getting two guys in, like, the B-plus tier for cornerback. I think it's pretty good. What do you think?
1: Yeah, um, I think that, you know, into position of need for the Bengals, and this definitely takes away um, our need in the draft to get an outside corner until maybe the fourth or fifth round um, when we'll need depth. But, yeah, this is great just because, as you said, him and Mike Hilton – um cancel out the William Jackson deal so it's pretty simple what we wanted to do we wanted to get two corners for the price of one Um, and look we we, our mindset was that we could um throw Trey Wayne's make him our number one outside corner we pay we're paying him more anyways um Chidobe Awuzie can be our corner number two and he he does have a lot of upside and if he doesn't work out well we'll cut him after this year I like this deal a lot. Um, I like what the Bengals were thinking here, but yeah, let's move on. Danico Autry. I love this deal. Three years, 21.5 million, and it's only nine um, nine million guaranteed, and he gets paid just around seven million a year. I love this. He's not necessarily defensive end or defensive tackle. He plays in the middle, which is exactly what they need. Their defensive line is going to be a lot better next season. Um even though they're not going to be the best team, the Titans, in my opinion, is because they lost those offensive pieces, but I still think he's great. What
0: about you? Yeah, I like the signing, too. I think he, he'll be nice, uh, lined up next to Jeffrey Simmons, who's pretty good. I think their run defense is, is going to get a lot better, and their defense improves with him. The guarantee is only 9 mil, so uh, it's not that bad. If it doesn't, if it doesn't pan out, you're not going to be losing out on that much money or be bound to paying him for the next few years and if, if, if it works out you're only paying him seven million a year pretty good signing in my opinion and he comes from indy he's gotten really good coaching and he's going to another good coach in mike Vrabel. so i, I do like this another one um that i really liked is
1: matt filer went to the chargers for seven million a year three years and it's a big it's a big money guaranteed signing it's a uh, 4.5 million guaranteed but look they need that offensive line help and it they've already um assured two positions on that offensive line is filled up for them to protect Justin Herbert I don't know what else to say about this one it was a great solid signing he's a solid player um yeah I like this deal a lot he's still on the younger side because he hasn't hit 30 yet for an offensive lineman that's kind of young
0: but yeah um
1: it's their scheme
0: I like it what about you yeah, pretty good deal. Um just just because you're you're or the Chargers are making an effort to protect the quarterback, it's always going to give me bonus points and the thing is, he's 29 like you said, can get better. Uh, he was going to be the Steelers starting right tackle, but he got hurt before or in week 1 or something. So, 14 mil, they're they're investing in him, but I think if they're very confident in him and if it does work out having a starting right tackle for the next 3 years that's only getting paid 7 mil. I think it could be an absolute steal.
1: Exactly, man. All right, last one before I finish this episode off, and we'll talk about the rest um, of the smaller signings, or at least the really significant smaller signings, in our next podcast. This is, we'll wrap it up with Marvin Jones. Two years, $12.5 million, um, $6.25 million a year, and $9 million guaranteed. I love this signing. I love it because of the value. I don't think he's necessarily needed wide receiver that much, but Marvin Jones is so underrated. He's on the older side, oh, but he hasn't, um, he hasn't started to regress yet. Um, so I think it's fine for them. And it's not even high risk because it's just so cheap. Uh, he he also fit great with um, Trevor Lawrence's, what they kind of want to do with him. And I don't know, they have LaVisca Chenault to compliment and DJ Chark. Man, this offense next year, that offensive line, and stay healthy and stay solid it could really be scary um really really interesting signing in my opinion i'm surprised he got paid so little um i thought he was going to get like a one-year deal that was around like nine ten million but the market this year was so bad that he didn't um yeah what do you have to say about this signing
0: just like you i love this signing what a steal getting for six million a year this guy has been criminally underrated in Detroit, uh, and even when he played in Cincinnati, he was a great receiver. Still love him. He's a veteran receiver, and for that reason, he's going to help out Trevor Lawrence. Therefore, I like it. Nine is guaranteed, but I don't, I don't give a fuck about that. He is a great receiver. I love this move. It's a steal. I thought he was going to get more, but they're not. Their offense gets a lot better now, and he kind of mentors some of the younger receivers too, like uh, Lavisca Chenault. And if they draft another guy, maybe to kind of replace some of their departures, I love this move. I, I I yeah, amazing.
1: Yeah, man, it's a great fit. That's gonna wrap it up for this episode. We have a lot, a lot, a lot to talk about. In the next episode, a lot of of those smaller deals we will touch on. Um, there's just so much going on. We can't fit it all in one episode. But yeah, this is gonna wrap up. Free episode number one. We're gonna have some post free mock drafts coming up for you guys got a lot of stuff on tap, follow our socials. Um, Peace.